Welcome to the video broadcast of Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church with pastor and teacher, Rev. Dr. Randall Kane Jr. Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church is located at 101 North Donleith Avenue in Winston-Salem. Please sit back and enjoy this message already in progress. Beloved, um, today is the Sunday before Thanksgiving, the day that we set aside to remember, to remember from a worldly perspective the supposedly peaceful meal between the Native Americans, the original Americans, and the pilgrims, the immigrants who came to a land that was not their own, but completed the ultimate name it and claim it, that we are still experiencing the aftershocks of to this very day. Beloved, the pilgrims took a land that was not theirs through force and coercion and trade and barter. And beloved, let no one be fooled. <laughs> they got a bargain. Beloved, some of us really know how to shop and look for a bargain. Sometimes slightly used clothes and goods can be made like new with a little TLC. A little tender. Yeah, amen. Beloved, to find such things, some of us may go to Goodwill. Beloved, to find such things, some of us may go to a flea market. Beloved, to find such things, some of us may go to a consignment store. And beloved, to find such things, some of us may go to a swap meet, a gathering where you may not exchange money, but you may exchange what you have to give for what someone else has to offer. Amen. Beloved, believe it or not, when you gave your life to God through Jesus Christ, as guided by the Holy Spirit, it was a spiritual swap meet. Well, you brought to God what you had. And God brought to you what God had to offer you in exchange. Beloved, the title of today's message is Swap Meet. Swap Meet. Beloved, at the spiritual swap meet, that meeting between you and God, you were supposed to change in that exchange. You see, beloved, in this world today, too many people can get caught up in their Janet Jackson song inspired, What Have You Done For Me Lately? Mentality. Beloved, we will work a job just so well for just so long and then look up and ask, huh, what have you done for me lately? Beloved, we can cook meals for the family, wash clothes for the family, bring money home to the family, and then look up and ask, what have you done for me lately? Beloved, we can join the church, come to church, and do church in some area of ministry, and then look up and ask, what have you done for me lately? Beloved, when we fall into the trap of this seductive temptation, we can lose sight of the fact that the work that we do after we come to Christ is not supposed to be about employers, family, and church members. No, it is supposed to be about God. For as Colossians 3, 23 and 24 instructs us, and whatsoever ye do, do it heartily, as to the Lord and not unto men knowing that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance, for ye serve the Lord Christ. So, beloved, as a Christian, when you dare to ask, what have you done for me lately? You do need to know, as a Christian, you are not really asking your employer, family, or church. You're really asking God. And God, in turn, will ask you in one way or another, what have you done for me lately? The Apostle Paul understood this as he wrote in 2 Corinthians 4 and 1. Therefore, seeing we have this ministry as we have received mercy, we faint not. 
Beloved, Paul saw his ministry as a gift to be treasured, not as a burden to complain about. And he knew from his experience on the Damascus Road to the present point in his, in his ministry, which took him through many different places and to many different people, all who needed to know about Christ. And he saw it as a great honor, not onerous for him to do so. Amen. And beloved, he saw it as a wonderful transaction, a swap, a swap after meeting with Christ in which he, Paul, received salvation for eternity and a ministry of service on this side of glory. And beloved, Paul was determined to do it. Beloved, if you count yourself among the saints, among the saved, what is your ministry? Beloved, if you count yourself among the saints, among the saved, how are you making a difference for the cause of Christ? Beloved, if you count yourself among the saints, among the saved, what have you done for God lately in exchange for calling yourself a Christian? Beloved, are you still doing it? You see, Paul said, we faint not. Beloved, have you fainted? Or are you still doing? Doing what? Paul continued in 2 Corinthians 4 and 2, but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by the manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. Beloved, there are some things that you have thought, said, and done that only you and a sacred few know about. There are some things about you that you would not want anyone to know. We all have those things. You did it, and God knows it. And beloved, hear me right on this. God forgives you. God forgives you. Yes, yeah, somebody ought to say, thank you, God, for forgiving me. But beloved, hear me right on this. God cannot forgive what you will not let go of. And continue to hold on to. You see, beloved, God wants to swap some things with you in such a way that God can use the old you, which is a part of the story of the new you, to help someone else who is living their current life like the old you. Beloved, you need to be willing to allow God to swap out the old you in exchange for the new you. And when you do, you become the manifestation of the grace, the mercy, the love, and the power of God. What do I mean? In other words, you become the testimony after the test. In other words, you become the revelation after the revolution. In other words, you become the apocalypse after the annihilation. In other words, you become the gospel after the grief. And beloved, when you swap the old you for the new you, then you cannot help but be the new you that is no longer the old you. And beloved, everyone will see, hear, and experience the gospel through you. But everyone will not receive the gospel through you because they have not had their spiritual swap meet with God. As Paul explained in 2 Corinthians 4 and 3, but if our gospel be hid... It is here to them that are lost. Beloved, if everyone did not receive Jesus, <laughs> when he walked the face of the earth that he created, as revealed in Colossians 1 and 16, for by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, 
whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him. Then, beloved, why on the earth that Jesus created do you get all bent out of shape when people do not receive you? You see, beloved, in them not receiving you, they're actually not receiving God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit who dwell within you. Amen. And beloved, that means that while we do not have a closet religion nor a closet faith, everyone will not receive our religion as we have received our religion, and everyone will not receive our faith as we have received our faith. And because they will not receive our religion, and because they will not receive our faith, then according to the word of God, not Reverend Cain, but according to the word of God, they are lost. They are lost to our God as they find themselves in their God or gods. God or gods with a little g. As Paul continues in 2 Corinthians 4 and 4, In whom the God of this world, God with a little g, hath blinded the minds of them which believe not. Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. Beloved, some people wear sunglasses and shades. Because it is too bright for them to see, while some wear sunglasses and shades so they cannot see or be seen. You see, beloved, Matthew 6, 22 through 23 tells us the light of the body is the eye. If therefore thine eye be single, clear, thy whole body shall be full of light. But if thine eye be evil, thy whole body shall be full of darkness. If therefore the light that is in thee be darkness, how great is that darkness! Beloved, when someone looks in your eyes, do they see the eyes of God or do they see the eyes of something or someone else? Something or someone heavenly or hellish? Something or someone holy or evil? Something or someone bright like light or something or someone dark like a void filled with everything but the love of God? And beloved, it matters. It matters because what is inside of you is what is going to come out of you. For Luke 6 and 45 counsels, a good man or a good woman out of the good treasure of his or her heart bringeth forth that which is good. And an evil man or an evil woman out of the evil treasure of his or her heart bringeth forth that which is evil. For of the abundance of the heart his or her mouth speaketh. When people are speaking, don't just hear them listen listen and it will reveal to you what and why they say what they say amen and beloved Paul wanted to make it clear in 2nd Corinthians 4 and 5 for he said for we preach <laughs> not ourselves but Christ Jesus the Lord and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake beloved often those in pursuit of God's with a little g are seeking to have you worship them rather than to worship God, God with the big G. How do you know? When they list their successes, their accomplishments, and their achievements, it is most often about I, what I have done, rather than what I am that I am. Yahweh, Jehovah, Allah, God has done. When they talk about themselves, it's most often about three people, me, myself, and I. And hardly ever about we, 
with the we being God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, as well as the church universal. And beloved, when it comes to you, they can hardly celebrate you without somehow having to turn it into some twisted role reversal where it appears that they are also celebrating themselves at your expense. You bring in a political figure to speak for your youth day and they turn it into a campaign event. You have someone deliver a eulogy at the homegoing service for your loved one and they end up extolling themselves more than the one who was transitioned. You have someone standing in the pulpit to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ and they make the supposed sermon into a speech about the current social, economic, and political news cycle with no mention of Jesus, no mention of salvation, no mention of repentance, and no mention of restoration. Beloved, Paul would have none of that as he made it clear in 2 Corinthians 4 and 6. For God who commanded the light to shine out of darkness have shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Beloved, God swapped what you had to bring and offered you something quite different in exchange. God wanted once and will forever want to keep doing a new thing. And the new thing in your life begins when you realize that you are supposed to be the new thing. But beloved, there's a problem. But beloved, there's an obstacle. But beloved, there's a stumbling block. And beloved, the problem, the obstacle and the stumbling block is me and you. As Paul explained in 2 Corinthians 4 and 7, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels. Earthen vessels. Beloved, God created us to be limited. Lacking. And lowly. So that we could find in God the eternal the fulfilling and the glory as Paul continued in 2 Corinthians 4 and 7 that the excellency of the power may be of God and not us. It ain't about me. It ain't about you. It's all about God. And beloved, to accomplish this upon you, giving your life to God through Jesus Christ as guided by the Holy Spirit, God held, holds, and will continue to hold a spiritual swap meet until you get to the other side of glory. Beloved, how many of you remember the ABC song? <laughs> A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V, W, X, Y, and Z, now I know my ABCs. Tell me what you think of me. <laughs> Beloved, what we think of each other is much less, so much less important than what God thinks about us. And beloved, God thinks about us on the basis of what we have exchanged with God in the spiritual swap meet. I ask you now to look in your bulletins. You should have it in there. Open up your bulletin. Turn a couple of pages in. Let me help you find it. It's right smack dab in the middle 
on the opposite side of this beautiful, brilliant, bold, and blessed sister who's going to be bringing us the word this afternoon. You see, it says swap me. You see, I want you to look at that list right now and, and read with me what you brought, bring, or will bring to God and what God brought, brings, and will bring to you. You see, beloved, in exchange for your issues and your burdens, God offers you gifts and blessings. Let's just go through the alphabet and understand. A, you bring anxiety and God offers you amazement. B, you bring burdens and God offers you blessings. C, you bring chaos and God offers you calm. D, you bring distress and God offers you deliverance. Somebody going to get happy. E, you bring exhaustion and God brings exhilaration. F, you bring fear and God brings faith. G, you bring grief. And God offers you grace. H, you bring helpless, and God offers you hope. You bring in H, helpless, and God offers you hope. I'm sorry. Let's go to I. And I, you bring impossible, and God offers you I am that I am. J, you bring junk, and God offers you Jesus. K, you bring kinless, and God offers you kindness. L, you bring lack. And God offers you love. M, you bring misery. And God offers you mercy. N, you bring nothing. And God offers you never are you the less. <laughs> o, you bring obstacles. And God offers you opportunity. P, you bring problems. And God offers you peace. Q, you bring quandary. And God offers you quickening. P, I'm sorry, R, you bring restlessness. And God offers you righteousness. S, you bring sin, and God offers you salvation. T, you bring tests, and God offers you testimonies. U, you bring unbelief, and God offers you unbelievable. V, you bring victimization, and God offers you victory. W, you bring weakness, and God offers you warrior. X, you bring xenophobia, fear of people, and God offers you xenomania, love of people. Y, you bring yesterday, and God offers you Yahweh. And Z, you bring zero, and God offers you zeal. <laughs> Beloved, these are my words. Beloved, Paul had his words that he wrote in 2 Corinthians 4, 8, and 9 to reveal that we are continuously going through the opportunity to continue the spiritual swap meet with God to exchange who we were and are for who we can be. Does anybody want to exchange who they were and are for who they can be? Because Paul said, we are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed. <laughs> but not in despair. We are persecuted, but not forsaken. We are cast down, but not destroyed. Beloved, Paul wrote that we are sometimes troubled, perplexed, persecuted, and cast down. Somebody said, Paul been peeping in my kitchen. Beloved, have you ever felt trouble with things that appear to be beyond your control that you would change if you could, but you do not have the power to change? Beloved, have you ever been perplexed by situations in life, in this world, that just do not make sense? Beloved, have you ever been persecuted for the right that you have done, the help that you have offered, 
The difference that you will try to make for others who show no appreciation, no consideration, and no reciprocation when you did not have to do it, but something or someone moved you to do it anyway. Beloved, have you ever been cast down, not by the wrong that you have done, but for showing up as your most authentic and excellent self when the world and those around you seem to value the fake and the flawed found in those who do not seem to act like they know or care about the God who you serve? If so, beloved, then you are in good company because Paul felt the same way sometimes too. And I got a feeling that as I look around this sanctuary, many of you have felt the same way too. But, somebody say but. But, beloved, Paul had the antidote. Beloved, Paul had the answer. Paul had the way forward from what confronted him because he had been to the spiritual swap meet to meet with God. And Paul sometimes faced trouble, but Paul was not distressed. Beloved, go to the spiritual swap meet with God and exchange your times of distress for God's comfort. Beloved, Paul had been to the spiritual swap meet with God and Paul was sometimes perplexed but was not in despair. Beloved, go to the spiritual swap meet with God and exchange your times of despair for God's peace. Beloved, Paul had been to the spiritual swap meet with God and Paul was sometimes persecuted but was not forsaken. Beloved, go to the spiritual swap meet with God and, and, and you will find that you will have times of feeling forsaken. Exchange therefore God's presence. Beloved, Paul had been to the spiritual swap meet with God and Paul was sometimes cast down but was not destroyed. Beloved, go to the spiritual swap meet with God and exchange your time of expecting destruction for God's restoration. How, beloved? How can this happen? How? Paul explained in 2 Corinthians 4 and 10, always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. Beloved, this is the ultimate spiritual swap meet. When you gave your life to God through Jesus Christ as guided by the Holy Spirit, you became a part of the church, a part of the body of Christ, a part of Jesus. And in being a part of Jesus, you're supposed to become like Jesus. Amen. Beloved, from birth to the initiation and inauguration of his ministry at his baptism by his cousin John the Baptist or John the Baptizer, 30 years passed in the life of Jesus from being Mary's baby to being the world's Messiah. 30 years. Beloved said another way, Jesus was always Jesus, but Jesus was not an overnight success. Beloved, and you being like Jesus, and you being Christ-like, and you being a part of the body of Christ, and you being church, you will not be an overnight success. You won't get dipped in a pool one day and be super Christian the next. We don't happen like that. And beloved, herein lies the ultimate spiritual swap meet. You must be changed. Beloved, does anybody know they need to change? Does anybody know they need to change? Does anybody know they need a Romans 12, 1 and 2 change? Hear me right. 
I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice. Somebody say, God, swap me for a better me. Holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Somebody say, God, swap me for a better me. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Somebody say, God, swap me for a better me. That ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Will somebody please say, God, swap me for a better me. Beloved, by the power of the indwelling Holy Spirit, May your life be one of continually meeting with God to swap the old woman, the old man. And I'm not talking chronological. I'm talking spiritual. For the new woman and the new man to let things of your past life be put away, to open you up to the apocalyptic, amazing, wonderful, mind-blowing, unbelievable, but also desirable life that is only promised in Jesus Christ. Beloved, thank God for the life you have had. I'm talking about all of your life. All of your life. All of your life. That lays the foundation for your testimony. Thank God for the life that you are living. For it is a life that you can now testify about. Thank God for the life that you will live in God through Jesus Christ as guided by the Holy Spirit that reveals to the world that God is yours and you are God's. Thank God for the eternal life promised to you on the other side of glory that makes life on this side of glory worth living. And Beloved, thank God for the spiritual swap meet that makes it all possible. You see, beloved, I know my life is an expression of your goodness and your grace, your mercy and love that makes my life possible. And that is why I'll always say that I'm grateful, so grateful for all you've done for me. Beloved, may you, your family, and friends have a happy Thanksgiving, remembering forever the one to whom we owe and give all the thanks, the one true God, the God who loves us and the God who will never leave us nor forsake us, but who will keep calling and equipping us for his glory on this side of glory until we are glorified, because we are going to be glorified with him forever on the other side of glory. Beloved, get happy giving thanks to and for God. And beloved, have a happy Thanksgiving. Amen. 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 Amen.
Thank you for tuning in to the radio broadcast of Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church with pastor and teacher, Rev. Dr. Randall Kane Jr. It is our prayer that this message inspires you to further your walk with Christ. For more information about Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church, go to our website, zmmbc.net, or call 336-725-7390. We live stream our services on our Facebook page. Just search for Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church page. Zion Memorial Missionary Baptist Church is located at 101 North Dunleith Avenue in Winston-Salem. Be blessed and continue to further your walk with Christ.